0: Back to episode one hundred and ninety-four of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with my Buffalonian now in buffalora Mr. Grizz. Bah, 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 bah.
1: <laughs> I, was, I was legitimately waiting for you to call me Naggy, so I'm glad. <laughs> no, 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 no. Everybody knows I'm the Naggy of the group, man. <laughs> the Uncle Fester. You know that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, I feel bad for the guy, but we're back with another movie that we've uh, we've put off for long enough. Uh, we figured why not uh, do it now it's not really a Halloween movie it's not really a summer movie it's not really a you know there's real no there's really no like not I'm not gonna say theme but like it doesn't really fit into a season I guess Uh, this week we watched the 1994 um, I guess Italian uh, but sort of (laughs) English sort of American Uh, not really American but It is a classic, Cemetery Man, Uh, a movie that you would not believe was made in 1994. But first, Grizz, we were talking the other day about a movie that's finally coming to Blu-ray, and it's getting that uh, that HD treatment, or as HD as you can make a shot on video film. But I am talking about the movie Burglar from
1: Hell. You love this movie, dude. You got the tape, and As soon as you got the tape, you were like, holy fuck, dude, this this movie's it. This is the one.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is a movie that we've also been putting off. And finally, we have a reason to watch it. Once this Blu-ray comes out, it's being released by, uh, I think, Saturn's Core and Vinegar Syndrome, right? Yes. And once it comes out, maybe we'll do a comparison between... Uh, the Blu-ray and the VHS tape, which apparently this Blu-ray is a
1: scan of what, like a, a master tape of some sort. I guess they found it like, uh, unbeknownst to anybody. I love how that's always the case. But it's uh, an SVHS, so Super VHS. I'm pretty sure that's what they you know it's yeah. and for. Uh, and like, uh, it's un, you know they they found this master copy, so it actually should be a better scan than. I yeah. imagine the tapes that you would have, you know, like the actual original Saturn's release and stuff like that.
0: Um, the original original release, I think, is, is under Falcon Video. It's not a Waves, some shit not like a that. waves
1: tape? No, no, no,
0: no. It's like Falcon. I think it's just Falcon Video. And then after that, the more widely released, and by widely, I'm, I'm saying, I guess, more than like 10 exist. Uh, you had the Cemetery Cinema release of Burglar from Hell and that's the one that I have that's the one I was always familiar with and um, you know when you're watching like these fucking shot on video movies you're like wow like this, this quality is not that great right and it's because they're duplicating these tapes you know in a low budget manner it's probably being done in somebody's basement or whatever. One of those fucking just,
1: Go video machines. That's just like ruining yeah, tapes yeah, every yeah, other yeah. copy they make. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But when you have like an S video uh, master of something, S video was slightly better than VHS. Um, I think it has like a resolution of like four hundred something. I I I, I, you know I can't pull that one out of the, my ass right resolution, now. Man. Yeah. Yeah, but it's slightly better than VHS. And I'm really curious to see how it looks uh, being scanned, because generally, you know, you're seeing these shot on video movies being blown up to what, like 2K, right? Is that what they're That's able to do? That's typically,
1: I think, the most you get, especially even like a lot of like the uh, the 16 millimeter stuff, I see just kind of going up to the 2K level.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wonder how they do it, because... It's, you know, uh, you can only do so much with what you have. And it's not like film where it's like a lot easier to kind of, you know, get that really high resolution scan and everything.
1: This is going to be cool also, though, because they are going to have uh, the director, Phil Herman, he's going to be on there with like a a commentary track. So that's kind of cool. Something you don't typically get with a lot of these shot on video movies because a lot of times the, the directors either are no longer in the industry <laughs> or they want nothing to fucking do with the movies yeah, at that yeah, time yeah, period yeah. and stuff so uh, it's cool that they got Phil Herman to come on here it also comes with a couple bonus movies uh, The Wrong Side of the Town from 1989 another Phil Herman previously unreleased SOV action movie so that should be uh, pretty Damn. interesting to see uh, and that was also uh, scanned from an SVHS master and then a, uh, an early short film by him as well called Mercenary so you're getting a lot on this Blu-ray. It's a fucking worth the pre-order, I think. In my opinion,
0: yeah, it's it's cheap. It's like under thirty bucks, what, I think. What right? are you it's like saying? The bucks? release what, the potential
1: release date they were thinking.
0: I saw, I think maybe April twenty-sixth, if I remember correctly, which is not that far off. No, it's, I mean, you it's know, you're pre-ordering small. it, but it's yeah, it's almost there. They they also have a blu-ray release coming of flesh eater which is another one that i want to cover that on the podcast that's an awesome fucking zombie movie um
1: probably overlooked by most
0: people but it's on tubi go watch that it's fucking
1: it's gnarly it's good you know vinegar syndrome has been uh they did they've done a great job for a long time with their movies but they've done like this partner label things uh you know saturn's core being one of them they have uh, another one with uh, american genre film archive they're putting out a bunch of crazy fucking movies, like early 90s, late 80s, SOV movies that like, I haven't even heard of that are being put out on Blu-ray. I've been That's buying sick. this shit like crazy. So big shout out to Vinegar Syndrome and, and all these different partner labels that they're working with, digging up some really cool movies that I think deserve... Uh, new eyes and some attention now that they have the ability to, to make them what I think they would always wanted these movies to be I mean imagine the ability that Phil Herman had to make Burglar from Hell look this good uh, when he originally yeah. made it. He'd be stoked so it's got to be cool yeah. hearing his commentary on something like this dude i want to see that cool
0: shirt fucking oh. uh, in in hd <laughs> yeah right <laughs> dude that that movie i think i said in my in, in my instagram post that it's like if a newport cigarette a great, yeah. like morphed into a film <laughs> that's a great so, yeah, yeah.
1: that's a great comparison yeah yeah like
0: hardcore new york accents just ridiculous shit frank the tank is like just a ridiculous like fucking villain in a in a movie it's a it's
1: a, it's this, a newport being snuffed out by a timberland boo is what this fucking yeah, movie yeah is. yeah exactly exactly
0: <laughs> damn you nailed that yeah, man that Jeez, but I, I really like that they're doing all these sov movies from like the 80s and the 90s well that's really all you're gonna see from well there's some early 2000s but you know what i mean um because i know personally i have a few movies that if i didn't get them you know A a while ago where it was a little bit easier To come across things for You know fairly reasonable prices um, I would be shit out of luck Now You know what I mean like I would never be
1: Yeah yeah yeah. It was such a good time to get them when you got them So now it's great that these companies are Offering these films at an even Better quality for An affordable price for everybody yeah, you're not stuck just getting a Blu-ray that's
0: that's literally just a fucking VHS scan. Which I have a few you know what
1: Blu-rays mean? that are legitimately just a fucking VHS scan. Killer workout, I'm looking like a, at you, bitch. I'm looking at you. Damn. <laughs> I think October Blood was it's also gone, one yeah. of those. I know the DVD I is think, a
0: straight VHS rip. <sighs> dude, so many of those early DVDs that I bought were like
1: that. Yeah, it's majority. just You can tell
0: it's just... I think It's like, oh, few it's not,
1: years They didn't put any effort into... To upgrading those scans on DVD they were just like here let's make some money put it on a disc yeah
0: yeah it's like oh like a widescreen presentation <laughs> yeah. and then like you watch it and it's like literally just like a small ass box like in the middle of the f- of the movie because so the bad. way that it's like framed oh my god you know I, I gotta say though like some of the widescreen VHS tapes that like Anchor Bay put out and stuff ooh beautiful anchor bay was beautiful. i th- was i think Better.
1: the the leading because they were kind of like at the uh, the forefront of the end of vhs like even in, yeah. even towards like you know the late 90s and 2000s they were putting a lot of effort into their vhs releases as far as extra content and shit stuff that nobody else was doing on tapes so mm-hmm. it only made sense that they would put that extra effort into that like coming wave of dvd they were probably like ahead of the game uh, for a lot of people anchor bay killed it i yeah. thought
0: I, I have a lot of really nice Anchor Bay DVDs also from like the early 2000s or maybe in like mid 2000s. Like special editions and shit. Yeah, I have a nice Phantasm one fucking uh, signed by Don Casarelli. Oh, fuck Got yeah. That. Yeah, booyah. yeah. what the fuck is that? But um, I really like those late 90s, early 2000s Anchor Bay releases because they're actually better watches than the DVDs that were out at that time. Because you got to remember, like, early DVD players, like, when we first were using, like, the PlayStation and all that shit to, like, watch movies, (laughs) um, you had, like, digital artifacts, you had bullshit like that, just like, um, discs. you know what I mean? Like, the better player you had, the better it played. Same thing with DVD players at the time, so, like, yeah, and, and you're also, like, um, you're also watching a straight VHS rip anyway. So it's and half the time it was still in 4:3. So you're not even
1: widescreen. Putting it on tape and watching it in the best way yeah, to watch that dude, format anyways.
0: Dude, like The Beyond and all that shit and Dawn of the Dead, like it looks like you're watching like a film. It's great. Looks awesome cuz it's like re- a really high quality scan on a VHS and like it was high quality. Looks better than the DVDs at that time.
1: You know, speaking of, say, of Anchor Bay, April 20th of this coming month, you guys should join us on our Discord because we are going to be covering an exclusive that Anchor Bay did of one of your favorite movies, Mike. And we're going to be doing it live yeah. right here, recording this podcast. So I hope everybody joins in and uh talks a lot of shit to us because that is what I am expecting from uh, from our fans.
0: So we will be doing it on Discord, right? Um, it's going to be a a new thing for us, but we figured why not fucking give it a try yeah all right we're gonna be
1: breaking it, it maybe a
0: little yeah maybe a little bumpy but bear with us uh you know we we suffered some technical difficulties uh instagram was giving me a hard time it Did was not, not worth losing I our was account a human. <laughs> yes yes we are sorry we can't get locked out of the account um my man fucking bruce got locked out of his account fucking i don't know how long I, ugh, over a month i think he couldn't get back and there's no customer support there's no tech support or anything to get through to fucking nightmare unless you like know somebody but we do know we do know people so maybe we will but uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna watch fucking dawn of the dead on not well we're gonna we're gonna yeah we're gonna cover dawn of the dead the release that i always fucking talk about that disco release as i call it um the anchor bay clam We'll have clips up. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Something we're going to try. We think uh, think you guys are going to like it have a little bit more interaction. I'm going to be Curse us out. fucking
1: incoherent. So you guys definitely need to come in yeah. and, and view that monstrosity of, of a night that's going to happen. Yeah,
0: I, I might actually just like pound beers the whole time. And I'm not even a drinker. <laughs> so I might just fucking go for it. We'll see. Event. Yeah, maybe I'll get some of those uh, like the stone cold beers. Oh, dude. There we go. Put them in your stone there cold cooler.
1: Come out all fucking Bad
0: oh, hell yeah.
1: <laughs> oh Hell yeah! Oh <laughs> hell yeah! That's actually pretty good. <laughs> hey man, I could I could do an
0: impression yeah, you or two. What you can you I say? A little
1: stone cold in you. That's okay.
0: Well, I like I love stone cold et. What did you think? dude. That's my shit. What did you think? Um. Absolutely surprised, yeah, that he wrestled the match. I was percent before
1: because I was gonna say you were adamant to me in our chat that like, dude, he's not gonna wrestle. Like, he, he can't. He looked like he wasn't gonna. And I, and I yeah. agreed with you because, like, dude, and just, just because he's he's older than you, but most people give him credit for, and like, he's beat the fuck up. He was beat up back yeah. then, so like, I was uh, I wasn't expecting. I thought some stunners were gonna happen for sure. You know, yeah, like that, something that's something he like can that. do. Duty, but dude, he it. did a good match, man. Like I didn't, I didn't watch WrestleMania, but I watched specifically that, you know, Return of Stone Cold. The fucking suplexes he took, I was, I was surprised. And onto the concrete, yeah. I, I mean, that
0: was, uh, I was, I was happy to see it. I saw some people were a little bit sour on it, but. It, to me, like it was a better performance than like the Undertaker has given in the last like how many years. Um, the only person I think that could still go out of like everybody is Shawn Michaels. Oh, I think yeah, Shawn yeah. Michaels could still like have a have a good match. Do I think it's ever going to happen? Probably, because you know these guys all want one more fucking turn. The Rock could and come back and I, do
1: a good match if he if he trains. Yeah, for sure too. That's true. He's still in good shape. He's in yeah, great shape. and like he's younger.
0: I like. I like the fact that um, they let Stone Cold beat Kevin Owens because he lost to The Rock.
1: That was his last on his, in yeah. his last
0: match. So now he went out. Got his you win know. back.
1: I, I do like that. Yeah. And you know, for anyone that's being sour about it, it's like I don't think we even like we're ever expecting a Stone Cold match ever again. Uh, so I never thought I'd see him come out. I, I thought just even getting some stunners I was going to be psyched with. So the fact that we got a match at all, and he, he, you know. Yeah, he wasn't moving like the old rattlesnake. His mud hole stopping wasn't the fucking most efficient. Well, well as it went on, it, it got better because he was getting drunker and drunker. Yeah, that definitely helped. <laughs> those, those beer muscles kicked <laughs> in. His joints got a little looser. I did notice that. Dude, he drank like goddamn near 12-pack alone yeah. for sure. <laughs> so funny.
0: No, I liked it. I really never expected to see him ever again. The only thing that would have made me happier is if it was announced as a match and he came out like like in the fucking trunks yeah, and everything. Cause he's still shit. like, he's still like a, like jacked older dude. Oh, like yeah. I think he's probably in great shape, but you know, probably with all, all the surgeries and shit throughout the years, he's probably like all fucking Frankenstein'd
1: up. So did you see on the cock that, uh, the, the timestamp when he officially debuted was 316. Damn. three hours and 16 minutes was the time the glass broke. That's pretty epic, bro. That's pretty
0: cool. That's pretty fun. That's the detail that I like. Yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty cool. But overall, I had a good time watching night one. Night two was pretty good too. Best thing was the Johnny Knoxville match. I did see the Johnny Knoxville
1: match. Yeah, Wee Man coming out and
0: slamming him and all that shit. Like it was entertaining to me because also I saw uh, a tweet by Mark Henry today. Saying like all I do is produce generational talent, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's cause the fucking giant hand. Yeah, Sammy Zayn, and if you remember, he uh, he fathered a the uh, hand covered in gross goo. <laughs> Long so job, yes. Uh, <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh. the the thing that I will say too about some other the stuff that I saw, I, I fucking hate like the Paul brothers. Which one was it that was on here? Was it Logan? Logan Paul. Yeah. So like I can't stand them outside of like wrestling and shit, dude. This is where that motherfucker belongs. His personality, his physique, everything about Logan Paul is professional wrestling heel. That's where like that's exactly where this kid could make. I think, a lot of fucking money in the, a career because he looked better than half the fucking wrestlers yeah. that are on he, the he card like today. Yeah, he, he did the moves. Like, sign that kid a fucking contract because, like, you're not going to get other superstars or whatever you want to call them in the business yeah. that are going to be a draw like he is. I bet he would do it because he's rich
0: as fuck. Yeah, he doesn't dude. need to work. Exactly. So, like, it's all... So you know, it could just be for fun. He Ego cares?
1: stroke. He loves that kind of shit, dude. Let that motherfucker in, and he would make you so much money. He'd make a bunch of money. He, dude, honestly, he was more entertaining than a lot of the other wrestling matches that I've seen lately.
0: Dude, I can't, I can't argue with I you. Hate there, saying that, and he came, <laughs> oh fuck, dude, and he came <laughs> out in
1: like Pikachu gear. I <laughs> know, he looked
0: ridiculous. Even better, even better. <laughs> so, Grizz, this week we keep saying it man we love the italian cinema i guess it's in our blood to enjoy this shit but we watched the 1994 cemetery man uh, a movie that is kind of a comedy like a dark comedy Oh, totally yeah it's like sort of a love story it's a little bit of everything mixed with like a zombie mm, a, not Apocalypse, but like a zombie outbreak type movie. And it's, art it's artistic. Fucking,
1: Bad Taste uh, video is covering
0: art. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, well,
0: they do have... This movie does have a lot of gore in it. Yeah, and but, boobs, uh, but we're good.
1: We're, we're yeah, covered.
0: Well, it's the same person just over and over yeah. again, which is kind of like a
1: cool it's idea. It's got A plus but, boobs. It's fine. It's good good <laughs> deal. <do.
0: laughs> uh, made by... Mikel Suave
1: nah, come a-
0: on man you, got, where's, you, gotta, you gotta give the applause macaroni suave
1: it's good it's, <laughs> give the applause
0: uh, he was pretty much connected to a ton of Italian cinema in the 80s um, Gates of Hell he was the fucking dude sitting shotgun in the car no he was driving the car that the girlfriend puked her guts out in that's a fucking awesome scene that's something that like is super memorable he was the guy in Demons that wore the mask in the beginning, handing out the tickets. Then at the end, he gets fucking like impaled on rebar. Same fucking guy. He was like a right hand man to Argento. Yeah, I believe. he was in this. He was like actually that.
1: our Argento assistant for everything. Like he was his, like you said, right hand man. Not only in film, but like in all of his office work and shit. Like he was Argento's bitch for a long Dude, time. So you see cool. the influence. And, like, he yeah, he for sure. honed it in very, very well.
0: Yeah, and you could tell, like, it's, it's funny, like, there's motorcycles in the movie. There's always motorcycles in, like, movies he's in. Uh, there's always, like, metal or rock or something like that in the movies that he's in. You know what I mean? Like, he really kind of brings that um, uh, 80s Italian flavor i guess to a, mo- a, a modern movie really 1994 that's a modern
1: movie and this feels more modern than a lot of movies in 94 even do i mean we've covered things that are early 90s that feel you know mid 80s and this feels very beyond its time but I, there's something about the way this movie looks and feels where i always feel like it's a french film like it's an italian influenced film but if you've ever watched any like french movies this just feels like french cinema so much from like the the scenery and like the just the artsiness of it and dude it's very specifically european whether it's you know italian or french or whatever but like it just reminds me of so many of the other great french movies that i've seen which is not very many because i'm fucking french you know
0: (laughs) to me this reminds me 100 percent of peter jackson
1: oh dude like yeah this, I mean this is it's a rip the way that the town is <laughs> yeah
0: you know what I mean like just certain plot points that happen it's like wow that's like super fucking Peter Jackson Dialogue, bad
1: taste. The, the delivery uh, it's yeah very alive much so. shit.
0: like awesome though done in a very solid way it's and like I believe, if
1: uh, it's like if Argento and Peter Jackson like fucked right yeah and then, oh, what would man. be the baby would be Cemetery Man. I think that is like yeah. that. That's like the perfect two worlds coming together that would create what you get in this film.
0: Yeah, like if they consummated their companion and out popped a man a love uh, companion.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. The birthing you would from the love
0: companion. <laughs> oh my god! I, 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 I'm gonna just keep going after that. <laughs> Starring Rupert Everett. Uh, a guy that would become way more famous after this movie, and after his fame, he tried to get an American remake of this done. So he must have really enjoyed the character and the movie, but unfortunately, it didn't work out. It never pan.
1: I'm kind of glad because I think this is like yeah. uh, it stands tall on its own. It doesn't need some bullshit remake because of like yeah, this is the like kind of like like just because of how unique. The movie is on it of itself like i can't imagine trying to recreate and getting the same magic that happened with this one yeah especially with me, matt Dillon, who i saw was <laughs> if they wanted one company yeah, was like let's yeah. do it with matt Dillon. thank god he said no
0: to me this movie is i mean i say it feels like a peter jackson movie but like it doesn't feel like it needed to be remade for the american audience i feel like it feels like a movie that you'd go see. The The dubbing isn't terrible. No, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's... I don't know. But you know how they just love to try to make money off of something else. They just want to, like, take this property and just wring it dry.
1: Well, if this was it's, a bigger success, I'm sure... I mean, it's it's become a cult classic. Don't get me wrong; like, this is a huge movie now, as far as like in the underground, and I feel even more so over the last few years. It's even picked up more steam. But I think if this movie was as big as it is now, they would have definitely have done the of the remake, you know. But because it was yeah. like you know a semi popular film, it didn't really do anything like amazing. What what studio is going to be like? Well, yeah, that makes sense to fucking dump a bunch it's of movie cash. into you know something yeah. that's not guaranteed to give us any kind of returns.
0: Yeah, that's more of a, a recent thing because it's cheaper to make a movie now than it was. That's why like you're getting all these like uh, American remakes of things like The Ring. You got you had um, they remade Martyrs right? An America yep, it was an American remake recently. You're getting things like that, and like The Ring to me i'm not gonna say it's better or worse than the japanese one it just feels like a different movie and i enjoy both
1: of them separately i do too yeah yeah i agree with that
0: that's something like a lot of people be like oh fuck that i don't want to fucking watch the ring it's like yeah that movie's fucking awesome especially as somebody who's a tape collector you don't like the ring are you kidding me like like, you get this fucking videotape it fucks you up seven days later you're dead that's super fucking cool
1: i always thought that movie was great I think it just suffers I, from time period. You know, a lot of films in that era are dubbed corny or bullshit by a lot of, like, you know, the hardcore horror heads who fucking gatekeep and sheets. So, like, you're, yeah. you're going to get that kind of stuff. But I think that that movie, The Well, stuff like that, dude, I, I would enjoy watching those movies anytime.
0: Yeah. And it, it's funny that people, like, talk shit on those, like, early 2000s You know horror movies, dude. A lot of that shit is fucking awesome. That was my teens,
1: bro. That was when horror. That was awesome to me. I loved it.
0: Well, well, think about it. A lot of those movies were made by people who like grew up watching shot on video movies. You know what I mean, like or grew up watching shit that they were renting in the '80s from the video stores and all that. Like even movies like Hostel and stuff. Go watch that now. It's entertaining as fuck. If you're into shot on video gore movies, how could you not like that? Seriously.
1: No, I think like, yeah, and I'm not a huge Eli Roth fan. I will talk shit about majority of things that he does. But dude, like he's, he's my Rob Zombie, I think. Yeah, I think that it's true. I, that, that's a great yeah, I, that is a great comparison, dude. That he yeah. is your Rob Zombie. But he did yeah, Hostel, right? His that's movies. his his yeah. his one of his yep. first movies. And I agree. That movie like is 100% like a love letter to I think a lot of like the stuff that we just covered like the guinea pig films and stuff like that i mean it really does serve a purpose to a specific genre of fans and that's like the gore heads you didn't have that at that time everything was teen horror so yeah. here he was like you know i'm gonna take that little bit of aspect of teen horror and just fucking destroy it with gore and over the top mayhem and i i, I applaud yeah. that movie well look at all like the shot on video
0: movies that we do what is it it's like a fucking slasher or a zombie movie turned up to 11. Right. With no censorship or anything like that. So they're just doing fucking horrendous things. You know what I mean? You're watching fucking Goblin. It's a it's a slasher movie basically, but the guy's putting his hand up somebody's ass.
1: Yes. You know what, what I mean? Thing. Like he's getting, it's, it's the getting the ultimate in brutality because there's no yeah. censorship at the time.
0: Yeah. Oh man. I I love it all. I love it all. I'm not a hater. I love everything except except April Fool's Day. Yeah, I that fucking movie. That sucks. movie. Yeah,
1: that, I mean, that's that something we can both agree sucks. with. That movie <laughs> fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, let's hit the trailer and let's get into this one. Uh, I, I just, there's so much about it. It's cool. Let's uh, let's hit that shit.
1: I don't know how the epidemic started. All I know is that some people on the seventh night after their death come back to life. I call them returners. <laughs> i
0: not alone. I've got a helper, Nagi. No on his ID card it reads distinctive physical marks. Or oh. ah! the most beautiful living woman I have ever seen. The cemetery's small, but it's got a marvellous ossory.
1: Oh, I don't want to. Ah, I can't. Why on your poor husband's grave, huh? He would have liked to know. Well, oh. my that's mine. Nice. Ah! Gave back the dead, he raped her, and then bit her the dead. is it true what they say? Does so the dead come back to life here at night. Go
0: oh. away. I haven't got time
1: for live How sweet. Yeah. No. Oh, please
0: don't. I've to marry now. Not as long, dear, as I've got a breath in my body.
1: All right. Then coming back to life. Why don't you just kill the living? Smoking is not allowed in here. What are you playing on the floor, sister? Just playing. I tell him, Monte, wait, there's another maniac on the loose. He already shot three.
0: Somebody stood in my crimes.
1: Make a wish. I want you to fall in love with me.
0: De la morte, de la morte, Mr. Grizz. Buffalora. Uh, buf- Buffalora.
1: Buffalora, the cemetery in Buffalora. Yeah,
0: yeah. You should go to like City Hall
1: and ask them, Is it's Buffalora. Uh, is this, where's the Buffalora Cemetery, huh? I don't, nobody speaks <laughs> like that here. I don't know why I gave everybody a New York accent.
0: <laughs> An accent from Buffalo is very different than like yeah, a Southern New York accent. We
1: sound retarded. We sound <laughs> uh. <laughs> Everyone so, says that I sound Canadian, honestly. And like, no. I don't sound Canadian at all. No, not at all. When you go no, to like no, Wisconsin no. and like Minnesota, those people sound way more Canadian than I do.
0: No, I don't hear you apologizing after every yeah. sentence. It's cool, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Sorry, that's a good call. <laughs> all right. So,
0: Cemetery Man is a very interesting movie because it's dark comedy that borders. I, I don't even fucking know. I guess. I guess it would just be a dark comedy, but this movie has all the things that like a really good zombie movie would have. It has gore. It has, like, weird-ass fucking visuals. It has a main character that you fucking hate and you really, uh, you know, you, you kind of like to see him get fucking beat down a little bit. And it has the one thing that I think all great zombie movies have. Chris, can you guess what that is? Boobs? One of the other.
1: <laughs> oh, no, okay. uh <laughs>
0: great things that all zombie movies have.
1: Oh, man. I'm going to say a good coming out of the grave scenes. That is in this movie, but <laughs> no. I'm still striking out here. Can you tell me what it, it this has is? a
0: fucking it has a fucking explanation in the movie.
1: Oh, okay. You yeah, you <laughs> out. You can figure out
0: why the zombies well, are coming just back to, to the life.
1: show. There's so many great aspects of why this could be a good zombie movie. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, Grizz, the first thing that I really have to get off my chest with this movie, now that we're getting into it, I cannot fucking stand Rupert Everett in this movie. What? He is such a a mean, miserable dude. And I know you're going to say it's me. That's probably why I can't stand
1: him. That's 100% accurate also. (laughs) But this is shocking news to me. I am... I am flabbergasted, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, what's funny
0: is, like, I've seen this movie a bunch of times. I own it. I have this, like, cool Canadian release. It's one that most people, I guess, have never seen before. Oh, shit, before. that is
1: the dopest cover. I like that so much yeah, more.
0: Yeah, 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 This is different than the one that you probably see all the time. I'll post it when this uh, episode goes live. But, like, I really can't stand this guy.
1: I really can't is he the one that you were saying in the your little spiel about this film that you he needs to be uh i know someone that you want to have beaten down a little bit like a lead is, is this who you're referencing yeah. i never yes. once wanted him to be beaten down at all i dude really this is befuddling oh. i i don't I, I don't know where to go from here <laughs>
0: dude, the way that he treats nagi his like assistant is fucking horrendous. Yeah, like the guy best obviously friends, man. He takes them for granted. He takes them for granted, dude. Come on. He he could be yes. way nicer to him.
1: Okay. I agree there's aspects of the friendship that are challenged, but I will say that it has to also be a challenge to be best friends with Nagi. Because, like you said, he's a little slow. I mean, he Ralphs on a chick who he's into, which I get. Some people are into that kind of thing. Not my thing, but it's, you know, that's Nagi. You got to, you got to give and take with him and he's got to be a hard cat to get along with. And he lives with the dude Understand? you know, he's downstairs from him. So, but it just, uh, it just feels like he's just like a miserable dude to be around. Who else would take care of Nagi? Tell me that. It takes a special heart to take care of somebody like Nagi. (laughs) Maybe that's, he's getting the government true. check. Also, I don't know. They did. They didn't like. You know. Well, he does. Well, that. technically, it is a city job. <laughs> yeah, it is true. a city worker job
0: because the mayor keeps saying that. Like, oh, I got you this job. But it's like, oh,
1: great. I don't. I don't ever <laughs> feel any any way towards you know Rupert Everett in this movie, Francesco or Francesco del Muero, Blah blah blah. He is a de that guy. You know, I I feel like he is. You know. He's my hero through and through. I I I like his character so much, man. I love the way he really? plays it. Yeah, I I feel for him in this movie. Damn, dude, we got totally different vibes from this character, dude. He's, like an, he's like an
0: angsty teenager. I love that. He's like an angsty teenager. I love that we have time. totally
1: different opinions on this character. I did not see that coming. That's cool as fuck. Yeah. Well,
0: I feel like it. I feel like you're not supposed to like him throughout the whole movie. Really? The end is supposed to be, like, the turning point. Like, where he, like, kinda, like, comes to, like, terms with the fact that, like, he loves Nagi and everything. And I
1: could see that because there's definitely some aspects of his, you know uh personality that are like you know like the way he is about you know is infatuated with the love of his this you know female and stuff like that that keeps reoccurring throughout the film and yeah. what's he like dracula right yeah. like the fucking the woman keeps reincarnating throughout time <laughs> but like i just kind of like attribute that to like you know his madness building because he's dealing with the deaths and then he has like these visions of like death itself appearing which is one of the coolest fucking things in this film when he has the fire and the ashes turn into the goddamn grim reaper and tell him to start killing people that is one of the coolest (laughs) fucking things in this movie ever and like so i feel like it's all just contributing like his madness is building up like i can't i can't put that on him to his character because he's put in a circumstance that's so extreme that of course you're going to be a little edgy with Nagi. Of course you're going to be a little, you know, killy with some people. That's going to happen when you're put under that kind of stress, man. I uh, I worked at a cemetery for years. You did I forgot about that? All right, you are the and cemetery man, bro. What the fuck?
0: I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm either the the tall man or the cemetery man. Um, I never. I've never seen a dead body come back to life—not once. But I could tell you—not the day to day, not once, (laughs) not once. But I could tell you that the day to day was stressful as fuck. So, really, I guess you're right. I I could a lot of pressure, um, right? Yeah, I I could sympathize with that. But that doesn't give you the right to treat somebody like shit. You know what I mean? Just because you're having a bad day doesn't mean that like you can fucking.
1: Right, you know I'm, treat I'm, somebody I'm gonna, like a fucking dog we're popping the brakes here for a second bro. Uh, some real shit. What is the gnarlest gnarliest thing that you can legally tell us that you saw?
0: Um I'll give you a, I'll give you a couple. Things give me some give me some like, juicy tidbits. like oh, oh, I'll give you a juicy tidbit. There we go. Once in a while as you know, bodies uh, release certain things. <laughs> yeah, here we go. When when they start to decay and when you have an outdoor um, crypt, like in a in a you know like a wall crypt, you have like a space there. It's outside. It's in the sun. Little, little it's fucking July, bacon. It's bacon. It's oven. literally like a pizza. Pe- it's literally like a pizza oven. It's a big <laughs> cement structure. Once in a while, things explode, oh. and it's it's sealed. But it ain't sealed that well. And all of a sudden you'll start seeing something like leaking down the front Ooh. of the of the crypt.
1: You're like, is that anchovies I smell? Is someone cooking a pizza?
0: It's <laughs> gross. It's gross. You you have like you will never forget that smell. And I mean, luckily for me, I went to school for more choice and, science and everything. So like I was already used to it. That's an awesome yeah.
1: death metal image right there. I like that. That's an awesome, that's an awesome bad name. Yeah. To, wow. Yeah, Edit that that out, we at- <laughs> yeah. yeah, we might have to use that.
0: <laughs> um another thing. So we used to come in an hour early on Saturdays, and you know, the cemetery would open at nine, we'd get in there at eight, take care of some shit, you know, eat a bagel or something. And we get a call like, Hey, you gotta come out to section twenty three. It's like, oh, like what's what's in section twenty three? <laughs> it's like, oh you, you gotta you gotta check it out, like we don't know. It's like oh my god. So, it's you know, Saturday Mystery. morning people, yeah, people were out Friday night like it was in a town that like had a main strip that had bars and all that stuff and there's some like not so great areas in in that neck of the woods. So you never know what you're going to find. <laughs> so we go out there and there's a black garbage bag on a grave. And we see like there's a little bit of blood coming out of it.
1: Oh, and the man. only thing
0: I can think of is like, please do not be a baby. Like, do not be a baby in there. Like, cause like you never know if somebody like walks by and throws it over the fence. Yeah. Like, what are we gonna do?
1: Sometimes you know you what I mean? Throw like, baby away. I get it, dude.
0: Well, it's like fucked up, but like, you know, you, you throw it over the fence. It's like not your problem now. It's like, oh, the cemetery, <laughs> I just bury problem. it. You don't know. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Well like well like just to self if you just chuck a baby over a fence it's not your fucking problem anymore <laughs> Okay well, go well, on if you're like if you're like
0: if you're thinking like that like it's not out of the realm <laughs> no, no, of possibility totally that you it. would do yeah, it Yeah
1: for sure go on
0: So uh it's like fuck I got to open this bag I open the bag right and like this you're going to hear why this is fucking like awesome for somebody like me I open the bag right there's a bunch of like little bottles of liquor. <laughs> there's a chicken with its oh head my cut God. off. And there's a bunch of like vegetables and stuff and a note, like a long thing written in
1: Spanish. Sangria. Just covered in blood. <laughs> Santer- San- no, it's Santeria, Santeria. bro. <laughs> we, ain't drinking right- we ain't drinking right now. That's what I was drinking, thinking about Santeria. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Dude, I was. I thought I you was were going like, to tell me there was two babies in the fucking back, and you were no, in for a special no, no, treat. No no no, 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 no,
0: I got, I got some worse stories oh, about shit like God. that, man. I've, I've, I've seen some stuff that, uh, Ooh. not, it's not like out of the ordinary, but like just normal everyday happenings of One like of a funeral director. You should write a
1: book because that's, that's awesome.
0: Nah, I wasn't <laughs> in for that long to do that shit. <laughs> But uh, back to Cemetery Man, <laughs> and we're not talking about me. <laughs> no, not you.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. This movie has some... Uh, what I think this movie's great is I would love to see this kind of setting, like the way this movie is, the vibe, but like with an Adams Family movie set in this kind of like world. Because this feels like the ultimate evil Adams Family kind of like atmosphere, right?
0: I, I could see that like supernatural type shit going on, yeah. but people kind of just live with it. You know what I mean? It's not like dead out of the ordinary for this it's guy. It's just
1: normal kind of for him now and shit. Yeah.
0: But we will see later on in the movie though, that this whole, there is like a purpose behind all that, you know, like why weird things happen, why people react the way they do. But that's kind of the same way with like the Adams family, like the shit that happens. It's just kind of, people are like, Shrugging it off
1: Yeah it, You know what I mean it just, Like oh that's not that Just like visually I want to see like This level of dark Like just dark You know Vibe and like Atmosphere And like the setting Like there's a crypt in here Full of bones That I was reading Was like a legitimate fucking crypt full of bones like it's not props like that's a real fucking place they yeah. went and shot the yeah like that they went to the us that's fucking awesome <laughs> that makes it so much more like intense and creepy to me to know that that's not a prop skull that's like a legit dead dude from the fucking 1800s or some shit just chilling there. <laughs> that's
0: Frank you so him? so uh, fr- yeah Francesco, <laughs> Francesco um, yeah. so what you're saying is, you basically just want an R-rated Adams Family I would love where you see it. Morticia's
1: boobs. Yes, God damn it, you <laughs> read my mind, dude. I, I am very I easy to are. read. I am very, very easy to please. <laughs> but this this
0: is like a cool, um, I guess, like universe. Would it be considered? And spoiler alert: it's not actually reality. It's taking place inside of a giant snow globe and if you watch the movie you'll see that reveal (laughs) and be kind of puzzled by it (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, it'll piss you off but it explains why like everybody just kind of like shrugs things off like fucking rupert everett's running through a hospital after shooting a bunch of people with a gun and like the detectives just like there's a maniac killing people oh good you got a gun Gun. you You can can protect protect yourself (laughs) Like, there's
1: all shit like that in the movie. Like, oh, I don't think dude, it was how you. How cool is that scene in the hospital where, like, oh. he's talking to this guy who's, like, he thinks is, like, taking credit for all the fucking killing that he's been doing. And then, like, this fucking nun walks in and he just, like, point blank shoots the nun in the yeah. face, dude. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, holy yeah. fuck.
0: <laughs> it, it looks like the headshot from the beyond when uh, the little redheaded
1: girl gets shot in the hospital. It does. It's just yeah, like, yeah. Totally. Very
0: similar, very, a, a very falchy esque headshot. And so then,
1: like, a fucking doctor comes in and he fucking shoots the doctor. And then, like, a nurse what? comes in and she's like, What happened to them? And he was like, They settled the dispute between the two of them. Like, yeah, That's yeah. the funniest <laughs> fucking lie uh, ever, dude. Oh, uh, uh, then he just shoots her, too. It's so good.
0: But that whole hospital scene is very, like, it's very odd, right? Like, it's kind of dreamlike it's surreal you don't really know if it's reality or oh, not yeah. Even but the way it like is like the
1: overhead shot where it's like all the hospital curtains around the bed kind of like make the scene i thought that was super cool very dreamlike. yeah because well there's
0: like those lights in the cemetery the blue lights when he first is like trying to bang the girl oh, next yeah, to yeah. like the husband's crypt, <laughs> yeah. and like that's that's something that's like i know that's supposed to be like a swap gas type thing but it's like a supernatural uh, entity Right, like, kind of has like a a personality and like a mind of its own. Yeah, it obviously has
1: free will. You know, it's doing what it wants. Yeah.
0: Plus, like, if there's zombies in a movie and they're like riding motorcycles out of the ground, it's probably supernatural or of some
1: sort, you know. So that brings me to why I mentioned grave exits before in the beginning of this episode, because I think that uh, when when there's a zombie that comes flying out of the ground to the music. (sighs) of Ozzy Osbourne (laughs) and he's on a fucking motorcycle and it like explodes out of the grave. This might be like the number one zombie grave exit for me of any film, dude. That is fucking epic. (laughs) So, so when it comes to like epic fucking like
0: grave exits, this one probably is up there. That one is pretty cool. Is it my favorite? No, my favorite's obviously zombie, like that motherfucker just rising out of the ground, just slow as fuck. I think think we would be disappointed if you didn't say that was your
1: favorite, so.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But this one, is there anything that could beat it? Hmm. It's hard to say because in a lot of zombie movies, it's just like, an arm comes comes out out, or whatever, some dumb shit like that. Um occasionally like tales from the hood the guy like grabs the dude's dick and then like explodes out. And that one's kind of cool cuz then the guy like the cop ends up in the in the casket. Yeah, That's we, pretty we've sweet. We've always
1: mentioned that one cuz that one I think is probably one of the top tier uh, contender. That's a contender. It's a good one. We think. Are there any other
0: great ones where somebody explodes out of the ground? Uh
1: hmm. I feel like I, well, I mean Beetlejuice kind of explodes out of the ground. Uh, yeah, but it's not like epic. It's not no, like oh my not. god. Um, I'm just I'm just trying to think of scenes. And that's like the only thing like replaying in my head is that stupid just Beetlejuice fucker
0: fucking, fucking out of the ground. Why are we gonna cover Beetlejuice on um, this? We'll probably get more listens than anything we've ever covered if we did Beetlejuice. Oh, that's
1: the fucking sad thing too. God damn it.
0: I I really cannot think of anything that's. Better than a motorcycle zombie shooting out of the ground on their zombie motorcycle. Yeah, to
1: Ozzy Osbourne's fucking metal yeah. <laughs> <That old laughs> blasting in the background. I love it.
0: That's so. I I like that whole story arc of like the motorcycle gang. You see them like throughout the the movie, like making fun of people and talking shit. The mayor's daughter gets puked on, then like rides away with like the one good-looking motorcycle guy. And they end up getting into an accident with a bus full of Boy Scouts, right? One of the best scenes, and e- yeah. Like everybody mm. dies, and the cemetery has like a long, like road or lane, <laughs> like 20 and it's caskets, just it's yeah, it's just a ton of caskets <laughs> lined up, and it's like, oh my god, like even that, you start thinking like Jesus Christ, first. The little boys come back to life and he's like fighting them off in the oh, house, fucking shooting dude. the fucking kids. So yes, good. just Blowing oh, their heads apart that. and stuff. But then we get, uh, what was his name? Giorgio. Yeah. Is his name? Giorgio I think it was Giorgio. That was the guy that the mayor's daughter was, I guess, dating, but there was another girl in, in the picture. And Giorgio's mom like had a nervous breakdown at the funeral. No, no. You didn't, she was promised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was promised to the mayor's son. She, he never loved you. It was and so funny. she sounded exactly like the old woman that's dying in zombie.
1: The oh my god. <laughs> Dude, I You died, but see sea walk. Honestly, that that fucking bus accident it happens so fast. But it's one of my favorite scenes in this movie. When he gets his head ran over by the bus, it is one of the gnarliest, oh, goriest my God. fucking things that happens. And it happens so fast. I'm just like, can we, like, slow this down and like see yeah. what the fuck is going on? Holy shit. Everybody
0: gets destroyed. It's
1: I can, uh, uh, I'm gnarly. Here's
0: another thing. Can you think of another good bus accident scene?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I just think of, like... Freddy Krueger driving that fucking school bus and oh, they're teetering and on the fucking yeah yeah.
0: Night of the Creeps.
1: Ah, yes, Night of the, the Creeps.
0: The little the, the little zombie dog fucking causes the bus to flip. The guy turns the wheel, rrr, and turns the bus over, and a very similar thing. They come back as zombies. How about well, Aliens? That a zombies.
1: horror movie? <laughs> oh my god! Fucking Speed. Anything that that fucking dude's here. acting, it is a horror movie to me.
0: Yeah, get out, get out of here with that but this this movie has like a ton of kills in it right a ton of people get killed in it it's it's pretty fucking it's pretty fucking gruesome at points right for a movie that i guess was considered a mainstream movie this got a release and everything so i don't know man it's it's pretty up there with like i'm not gonna say like it's as bloody as dead alive but uh, some of the shit that happens, like, it's pretty close. Like, the fucking way people are, like, mutilated or the zombies are killed and all that. Yeah, I mean... It's a lot it's, of, like,
1: weird shit going on. It holds back a little bit as far as, like, the, the over-the-top amount of blood or gore that is used for, like, the, you know, just the ridiculous purpose of using that amount of gore or blood. But it does have the same, like, comical sensibilities in using gore and blood where it's like each time that you see something happen like that it's intense but it's also intense in a way that's it's kind of made to be lighthearted and funny yeah you know like every death like even in the beginning I love it when like you start this movie out and he gets a knock on the door and you see like this businessman and you don't know what the <laughs> hell's going on and then you see like a bug crawling on his ear and yeah, he just yeah. fucking shoots the guy in the head it like sets the tone so well for this movie and I'm just like right from that point on I'm like oh okay I already love this movie I already know what I'm getting into just by like the way that kill happens and how nonchalant he is about it I I'm sold from that point
0: yeah he like casually kills the zombie right (laughs) like it's not a big deal he's not shocked to see him every day. it's an
1: everyday thing
0: yeah yeah and it's pretty funny because nobody's really shocked to see any zombies in this movie Like, literally nobody has, like, a fucking
1: breakdown when they see one. No. Isn't that kind of weird? It's, it's, yeah, even, like, the, like, and that's what's confusing me sometimes about it is, like, because there's points where, like, the first mayor, because, like, the mayor dies and then comes back and then he kills the dead mayor again, that's fucking hilarious. But, like, there's points where, like, uh like, the mayor knows that, like, something's up. That, like, you know, people are coming back and he just doesn't. Like, he just acts like it's not a big deal. Like, oh, like the cemetery man will take care of it. Like, you know, life yeah, is yeah. just every the engineer. Yeah. The engineer, like everything is just so like nonchalant, like no one cares about anything. Like even when like, you know, f- you know, Francesco starts like killing people, like, like actually, actually killing, killing people. people. Like he kills some of those like towns dudes who were like fucking talking shit and stuff. He just rolls up on him in his car and starts blowing their fucking heads off. <laughs> and like, it's just totally like, no, nah, no big deal. Okay. it's it, it might be him. No one cares. Like, it's just such a weird, confusing, like, dream-like thing that's happening throughout the whole movie that like, it can be, I guess, somewhat confusing at times where you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is reality? Like... You know, is he actually killing these people? Are these people actually coming back to life? Like what the fuck is happening? But it, it, it does that in the most perfect way where it kind of leaves you in this like confusing awe inspired state of the craziness that's happening. It's, it's very unique film in that way.
0: This movie is like an acid trip that just keeps getting more and more intense. Like it starts going more and more like off the rails as it goes. And it's definitely supposed to be that way. There's definitely like a reason for it because at the end you see that they're actually in like a snow globe. They can't leave the town that they're in. They're like trapped in this fucking thing. So it's almost like a purgatory type deal because death tells him. Like, oh, like, you you think you can leave? You haven't even learned the difference between life and death. He says something to that effect. And I feel like he's kind of stuck here until, like, he learns his lesson. It, it's you know what I
1: mean? a great, like, purgatory story. That's a really great way to look at it. Because, like, and what's, this is the middle ground for him. Like, there's no moving on. Like you said, he's stuck yeah. here. This is it.
0: You know what's really awesome about that end scene where he sees that, like, The road is just gone. Um, Nagi hits his head extremely hard on the fucking... uh, The dashboard of the car. And when he wakes up, he speaks. Like it it knocked him back to normal. (laughs) And I never put that together, watching that movie. That it it was supposed to be like it knocked him back to normal. Because he spoke... I would like, can you bring me home? That's why he speaks normally.
1: Oh, dude. I never... I fucking totally... I told, I'm so I'm, confused at that point of As to like This is the end of the movie? What the fuck's going on? That I'm like not even putting it together That like oh he just spoke Like real lines for the first time In this movie because we hear him like Like you said make noises and grunt And shit but like you're right that's like It knocked the fucking marbles Back together dude that's crazy That's pretty funny and, and Rupert
0: Everett just like makes Like the nah Noise. I wonder if he's supposed to like go into that like grunting state. He just gave up. You know,
1: it's that whole like old Yeller ending is so like heart tugging. Man, he's got like because oh yeah, he like like you said, fucking Nagi hits his head, and then like we think Nagi's dead because he's basically like he falls out on the ground and like. He's not breathing and shit. You're like, all right, that, the, the, the fucking hit to the head killed Nagi. So then yeah. fucking the dude goes and gets the gun. He puts two bullets in it and he, he like, you know, basically like you would like a, a downed animal that you want to put out of its misery or some shit. He goes up to it and he. you know, I thought for sure he was going to fucking shoot him, you shoot know? Him. And then like, fucking nagi wakes up and like it just i was like oh fuck like this is heavy this is heavy as fuck dude so that's a it's a weird like twisted kind of like plays with your emotions ending that i still don't know what the fuck to make of it man
0: yeah yeah i'm not really entirely sure You know, the meaning behind it. Artistically, what it's supposed to get at, man. Yeah, I just know this movie's fucking cool as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One thing I want to add before we uh, wrap this up. They do explain why the zombies come back. And that's because of the roots of the tree that's in the cemetery, like bring the, the corpses back. And I think that's like a fucking awesome idea. You know, it's like a real, like, a, not necessarily a pet cemetery thing, but kind of a pet cemetery thing. Yeah. I like with,
1: it's cool. I like the concept and I feel like it could have been, it could be explored in like a different movie in a really cool way. Like, cause it's just like a touching point on this film where if that was kind of like a main, like, you know, central focus, focus of like a plot, I think it would be a really cool <laughs> aspect of a film to get into. Dude, you
0: mix, like, zombies with, like, oh, people want the root to, like, you take it and it it makes you live longer or something
1: like that. Some kind of witchcraft aspect with like, the tree was used for something that it's cursed or something and shit, dude. There's some... Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll write that. Hell yeah. Yeah, we
0: got that. We'll make that happen. (laughs) All right, so uh, yeah, uh, Cemetery Man definitely check it out. Really enjoyable movie. The tape not that expensive. You can pick one up pretty cheap, probably under ten bucks. There's probably a million other releases of this. Right? No, this is expensive
1: tape now, dude.
0: (laughs) Wait for real? Yeah. Oh my god, more like fifty dollars or less than that. We're gonna do the old eBay comp search right now.
1: (laughs) Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you can get it now for a total of $30 is the best price that I am seeing. So not terribly Damn. expensive, but no longer a 5 or $10 movie.
0: Did they have my version on there? What's that? Do they have my version on it, there? The one that I yes,
1: have? Yes. Oh, it is from Canada. So this would cost me a little bit more shipped. Altogether shipped, it would be $48. $48 to get your version Canada.
0: Somebody go buy that one. That's the that's the cool one. You don't really see people with that. I love that cover. It's got it's
1: got him on it with like his looking all sexy. I mean, he's got him on the front looking cool (laughs) with the shirt and everything, you know?
0: <laughs> and uh, one thing I gotta say though, I don't think I don't think he hangs dong in this. No, he's I mean, naked, but yeah. he hangs, but he, but
1: you know, maybe he has like a shy dong. He doesn't want to. He's camera shy. Well,
0: he is he is impotent in the movie. That yeah, is like that's a, thing that's that a, they that's a yeah.
1: They throw that in there randomly, which I thought was gonna be like you know more important later on in the film but nope. it's just up oh, here's a fact you can't fuck nope. like oh great yeah now i feel even worse well, and you feel bad for this dude <laughs> jesus christ you're an asshole dude <laughs>
0: oh god well i don't know maybe i'll watch it again i'll change my mind if yeah, i hit think myself about the, the fact that you he can't a-
1: fuck the whole time and then see like, how you feel
0: it's <laughs> the fucking you're getting <laughs> worth the fucking <laughs> you're gonna, gonna get, get. again? <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's head over to the video Dropbox, and we'll see what we're doing next week. We're back in the video dropbox and we're heading uh into some territory that we probably should have covered already, but we didn't. Next week we will be covering the Jackie Vernon, <laughs> the Jackie Frosty the Snowman Vernon Jackie classic. The
1: fucking Frosty the Snowman <laughs> Vernon.
0: Frosty fucking the Snowman <laughs> classic. Microwave Massacre. Chris, how did we not cover this movie? Um, An offensive, sleazy, weird, (laughs) almost Tim Ritter-like movie from the, I guess, late 70s, 80s? I don't know. Uh, Eventually released on Midnight Video
1: in the 80s. The fact that this is a 79 movie always blows my mind. I love Microwave Massacre. The fact that we haven't covered it yet is just a fucking treat, dude, because that means we can cover it next week, which I am so excited to do. I can't tell you enough how much I love this film. Let's hit the trailer, and we'll talk a little bit more about it after. Your skin will crawl. Your stomach will turn.
0: I have to go to the restroom. I mean restroom.
1: Your blood will boil. Dining will never be
0: the same. It's all caught in blue. I've never tasted anything so unique. It's
1: delicious.
0: Dismemberment. Death.
1: Oh, man.
0: Distastefulness.
1: My hemorrhoids.
0: Microwave massacre. This is it, May. You're a walking contraceptive. Say, you know,
1: you look so much better in the dark. I've told you a million, billion, trillion times. You are what they eat. I know I'm gonna be sick.
0: Too many bombs. This microwave massacre is a movie that I feel like if you're a VHS collector or just like into sleazy horror movies or just weird, you know, genre film type things you probably will enjoy this movie. And if you aren't incredibly into those things, you will think it is fucking stupid as hell. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a
1: <laughs> or polarizing film. It's You either love it or you don't understand what the fuck is going on the entire time.
0: Yes. I believe uh, this was shown at VHS Fest one year, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you could tell it's probably a weird movie. We will let you know how fucking weird And one thing I want to add, probably doesn't have the best microwave uh, kill scene or whatever the microwave-related murder sequence of all time. It's not in Microwave Massacre, but we'll we'll talk about that next week, though. So, Grizz, anything else that you would like to add besides telling the people to go to our Etsy page linked in our bio to grab a new Bad Taste video? Camcorder Carnage T-shirt. Any anything
1: else? No, that's actually a very important topic. I'm glad you did mention that. But all this microwave talk, I'm gonna go make me some hot pockets, man. So I think we are we're wrapping up for the night. <laughs>
0: Yes, and if you have purchased a shirt from us Please send us a photo of you wearing it uh, Post it, we'll repost it We want to see all you motherfuckers out there We want to know We want to recognize who has our back in the Waffle House at 3am yeah, you, you know, know what, what I mean? If, we want
1: to look around and be like, alright And if you fucking post it and you tag us There's a good possibility that we just might pick One random person to receive something else in the future Because we got lots of cool merch coming up And we support those who support us So definitely Show us that you've got Hell these fucking yeah. shirts. Post them in cool spots. we got people fucking what? wearing cool masks. I love that shit. That is the dopest shit ever.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. So uh go check out the link in our, uh, in our Instagram bio, Etsy. What is it? Uh, Etsy.com slash shop slash bad taste video.
1: One word, bad taste video. There it
0: is. Yeah. Yeah. We, inc- we, uh, we made that a little bit easier for everybody so grizz where can they find you on instagram by me at kane underscore enabler and also go curse at him on the facebook yeah, page that, right yeah, search for us yeah. bad taste video on bastard, facebook yeah. <laughs> yeah join our group join the cult i don't want to say that because we're not a cult not we're yet. more of we're a working on it. We're, we're more of a lifestyle Ooh, right you know, a brand. Right? i like that <laughs> yeah 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 And you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Grizz, I think that's it, man. I think it's time to say goodnight. Au revoir, my friend. (laughs) Arrivederci.
1: Bangladesh.